here's the ultimate question. How far would you would you be willing to go to fulfill a promise to a friend? I mean, really fulfill a promise. Would you go to any length to do it? Would you suffer great pains to do it? Would you go through thick and thin, go through the fires of hell, or go through the worst possible punishment any human being could endure? To, to, to fulfill a promise to a friend. Because if you can say yes to that, sometimes the, sometimes the things that are worth doing in life are the hardest, the most painful to get to. Sometimes the things that you know you have to do for you and the people around you are the hardest things to accomplish. You can go your whole life kidding yourself, thinking that, you know, you got it all together. But in the long run, there's two options. A, you can kid yourself, have a mediocre life. Say you're going to fulfill you those promises, but not really, not really do it. Or, Stick to your guns. Stick to your guns and do what you have to do. Do what you have to do for you and for those around you. Do what you have to do out of love and sincerity and compassion. And to show that you got the sheer nerve and intestinal fortitude to follow through with it. See, it's the promises we when we tell ourselves that we will fulfill are the hardest ones to actually accomplish. Saying you're going to do it and doing it are two entirely different things. Sometimes it could take a day to fulfill a promise. Sometimes it takes an entire lifetime. But when you finally get to that place where you fulfill that promise everything is put into, into perspective. I once made a promise to a friend and I'm still trying to fulfill that promise and I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep it and follow through with it. No matter what anybody does to me, no matter how much it hurts, no matter what hell I have to go through, I am going to fulfill that promise. You cannot stop me. You cannot break me. You cannot, you cannot shake my spirit. I'm burned to the core, but I'm not broken. I will fulfill that promise no matter what. watching a video about the music industry and on TED Talk and the answer they gave or the solution they gave was so not like so the wrong answer and um, 
The one thing that could save the music industry is the very thing that saved, um, well, how to put it, let's just go on record as a musician myself. I wouldn't want to see this happen at all, but um, in order to save the music industry, eventually the government's going to have to is going to have to appoint some some lawyer to be like the musician's commissioner, or um, they're going to intervene and kind of appoint a group, a committee of people to kind of be the overseers of the music industry, and they'll have those people enforce some rules and regulations. And that happened with that happened way back in the day with uh, with with the NFL. They went from making a federal prosecutor one day, one week, and then a week later he was appointed as the commissioner of football, and he was not happy about it at all. So they put somebody from a legal standpoint who is a no-nonsense kind of person in charge. And by a good conscience alone, there's a lot of people he uh, he did not allow to continue to remain in in pro ball. Unfortunately, that'll be the very thing that might end up having end up having to happen to the music industry. And unfortunately, you know, if it turns out to be an attorney who is no not with a no nonsense attitude, there'll be someone who'll say, "Okay, let's do triage. Who stays and who goes?" They'll get out the list and they'll start and they'll start comparing. And when you go down the list of people that have been in there for a while, but have completely spun out of control and come back again and spun out of control and come back again, they'll probably, I mean, one of the first things they'll go will be no drugs, no drinking, you know, no debauchery. They'll end up putting somebody in charge either, A, who's been involved with professional sports, where already they're already against all that stuff, or someone who's a federal prosecutor. Because unfortunately, the only, the only real way to manage something like that is to have someone who's not a musician or someone who's not in the game. That's the only real way to sit there and, manage, and maintain a situation like that. Just put a guy in charge who is... His, brain, his ego hasn't been fed from a lifetime of being admired by people. But if the situation gets any more out of control, which it has, that would be the most inevitable outcome. That'll be the most inevitable outcome of the situation. And they'll end up doing triage, you know, who stays and who goes. And VH1's behind the music and all those, you know, those docu-series that documented how these artists looked through hell and came, went through all this stuff and came back again, and you know. First person to go that won't be allowed in music anymore is Doc McGee. <laughs> He'll be out.
Listen, we don't know what you're gonna do now, but as of now, you're out of music. Because you ever see the movie Leatherheads of George Clooney, the first man that was kicked out of the end of the, fo the football industry was um, was um, was the, the sports manager. Who did a lot of underhanded shit? Who could not be trusted? That's what I mean by triage. I mean, it's one of those things where, if the government has to do to do the music, what it did to fo football, I mean, it's, it's going to sting a lot. There's, there's going to be a lot of people that have been, that have been in the game for so long that can be forced out. What I mean by the game is in the music industry, managing, touring, playing, all kinds of stuff. The negative part about it is a lot of the favorites, a lot of people you know, would be not allowed in anymore. The positive part is it would keep the machine rolling, it would protect it. So a lot of people would be still in it. And those who and those who have been around for a while, I mean, they'll probably end up doing such things as, you know, forcing a forcing a manager on, 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 on an already existing rock band that's already famous. Force the managers on the bands where the bands aren't in charge anymore. Where just because you started the band automatically overnight, you won't be in charge of it. You could be fired at any, any given moment. See, back before football is what it is today, they didn't have coaches. They didn't. The team captain was the coach. It was a very unregulated sport. Now they have coaches, managers, agents. Now they have doctors. You have to pass a physical, team owners. But if the music industry keeps bleeding at the throat, eventually they're going to have to send somebody in. The government has to step in and save it. We're not going to like how, how they save it. But I doubt seriously any of those big, wigged, ego, egotistical assholes will get their heads together long enough to figure out, that guess what? We need to clean up our own mess. See, pro, pro football failed to do that back in the day. When the government stepped in, nobody liked it. You know, and somebody said to the players, this is what happens. When you have an unregulated industry that has potential for producing massive income to keep the money machine coming in, government's not going to let that one go so quick. And now the music industry has gotten completely out of control. Because it's gotten out of control, eventually, inevitably, what's going to happen, what happened to pro, pro ball back in the day is what's going to happen to music.